Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Everything But Perfect podcast. I'm your host, Jerica Hirsch. And I'm your co-host, Tara Mendez. And we're super excited that you guys clicked on our episode today to join us for a little Bible study. Yeah, today is part two of um, our last episode. So this is a Jesus story that I picked that is one of my favorites. I don't think I have a favorite, but it's one of them. So we're going to be going over that. It's John 1... 47 i guess starts at 43 but anyhow the main chunk of it was what i wanted to talk about so we're gonna jump into that soon i have one already it, has, it keeps having to do with social media but um again a way that i know that i'm doing something right and that i know it's from god is i got a dm again from someone that had seen my TikTok and basically was asking me my story and I kind of told him the gist of it and he was like just I love your testimony I'm really glad to hear you found God you know so on and so forth and then he said but seeing you on fire for God reminds me of the love I have felt from him and honestly reminded me how distracted I am in life and basically I was like even though you've you know even though you stray away sometimes from God, he's always going to be there waiting for you with open arms, just waiting for you to open that door. And I thought that was so beautiful that he said that and that I inspired him with my fire for God. And it made me just kind of look up and be like, okay, I see what I'm doing is right. So it was a really, really good feeling to help someone maybe get back on that track from just seeing what, how much I love jesus and you know so yeah that was my that was mine of the week <laughs> it's gonna be that every time someone's dming me <laughs> every single time it's she's so gonna be like someone send me a dm like, oh, like keep them coming it's so great honestly you yeah, know it's so good it's so encouraging i think we said this last episode too like just to help people along their journey and yeah just be like a disciple and yeah, basically yeah, it is a beautiful thing. So yeah. I'm proud of you for, for um, you know, messaging with these people and going outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know it is outside no, really, of your comfort zone. Honestly. But it's good. But yeah. what about you? So I had a practical today in medical school, mm-hmm. which if you don't know what a practical is, it's like kind of like a skills for, I know nursing school, I think calls it skills. And pretty much you have examiners and you walk into the room and you test on or you show them that you know how to do um, whatever you've been learning for um, that, you know, quarter or semester. So I had my vitals practical, Mm -hmm. which is pretty much just like it sounds, taking vitals. But it's a it's a lot more than that because it's how you conduct yourself around like a mock patient. Yeah. So like you're partnered with somebody in the cohort, so another student, but you're treating them as if they're a patient and there's three examiners like watching you and pretty much every little thing that you could think of, like if you don't wash your hands for at least 30 seconds, like that's a point off. Mm-hmm. Like if it's anything less than 30 seconds, like they're timing you on everything. So it was a lot of pressure. I was yeah. really nervous. And I mean, I even woke up so early this morning. Mm-hmm. Like I got up at 
five and I didn't go to bed till late because I was practicing last night and yeah. then I woke up at like five getting maybe like four or five hours of sleep because I didn't get a good night's sleep I was like tossing and turning you know so anxious and I I don't know why it is like in those times where you're so anxious that you forget to talk to God about it yeah yeah like why is that that <laughs> the times where I need it the most yeah. is like when I'm furthest from doing that yeah and so like all last night i don't know why i didn't pray once i literally (laughs) was like tossing and turning just trying to fall asleep and didn't say a single word to god and i was so anxious on the way to school and i was just listening to worship music and i was just praying out loud and i was like god get me through this practical (laughs) like get me through this because this is causing me a lot of anxiety you know like i'm shaking as i'm driving and i'm just so worked up and um i just like gave it to him i was like i know that you that's something that you call us to do is to give our anxiety and our stress and our you know depression and anything that we're going through our heartache whatever it is to give it to you and you will carry it for us like how amazing is it that we don't have to be burdened by you know things that stress us out everyday life because we have a loving father who wants to carry that load for us and so that's just something that i've been trying to remind myself is like just pray about it just talk to god and he'll take it for you like just surrender it up to him and he'll be the one that carries that load for you and so I've just been needing that a lot lately with finals coming up this quarter of med school and just the stress that comes along with that. And yeah, so the whole way to school, I was just praying because it's actually crazy. So all last night and this morning, I had been struggling with this one specific part of the practical. Like I just could not remember to do it. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the spots that has like a majority of the points. And like, I don't know if you are studying for something and this has ever happened to you, but like no matter how much you study it, it's just something that keeps going over your head. Yeah, like that one thing. It's like, why can't I just remember this? Why can't I just do this? Yeah. So I was getting so frustrated and Michael was like, you're going to do great. Like you're going to be fine. Just give it to God. Like he's got you. Just let him speak through you. And I found myself like doubting that I was like, like no, oh, okay. like, cause you have to get, I think it's an 85 on the practical. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you ha- you're screwed. Like you have to take it over again. Yeah. And so I was really stressed out, um, about this one specific part because I just could not remember like the lines to save my life. Yeah. And Um, I was practicing it out in the hallway before they called me in. And then I went in and I was just like, okay, God, like I did all that I can and I'm tired and it's your turn to take over. Like I can't do this anymore. Went in and I was just like, whatever's meant to happen will happen. I did my best. And it was insane. You guys, like I went on autopilot during the practical. Like I seriously, I just prayed. I was like, just work through me and get me through this like just get me through this hole and that was my prayer going into it Mm -hmm. i seriously went on autopilot like i don't i it went so fast i finished within like two minutes everything perfectly the only point that i got deducted was because apparently 
the shirt I was wearing wasn't like fancy enough. Oh, I you know they deduct you for that. Yeah. So uh-huh. like you have to wear really like business casual clothes uh, okay. and you're supposed to wear a short sleeve though too, because again, it's you and a partner going like switching off. And so they're taking your blood pressure when you're pretending to be the mm. patient. So you have to wear a short sleeve and I'm like, I'm from Minnesota. <laughs> I don't have any short <laughs> sleeves. Like let's get real. And so I have like this white V-neck blousey like shirt, but it's a cotton material, but it is definitely still like a fancier shirt. Yeah. And we went in twice throughout this quarter for like mock practicals and to get feedback before like this one. Mm -hmm. And I wore the same outfit that I wore today to Mm -hmm. both of those. And I was never flagged. Hmm. So I'm like, then why on the day of the practical would you be like, that's not proper attire? Why didn't you tell, tell me, me that weeks ago? Yeah, that's true. So I thought I was good. But I mean, one point off, Yeah, it's it's not bad. That's pretty good. <laughs> one point off. That's so um, it is it is just amazing like what God can do for you. Like yeah. when you give your, you know, stress and things that are bogging you down, when you just like surrender them to him, yeah. he will carry them for you and he will have a way for you to um get out of that that storm and those heavy feelings because now it's just i feel so much lighter and it's just crazy like how you know i just went on autopilot and felt like the words were just coming out and i didn't skip a beat you know it was just amazing so um all glory to god really i know it's funny how we forget to do that sometimes when we're anxious about something and we forget that you know he takes all that away if we ask him to or mm-hmm. help you know ease ease that and ease our minds and yeah. like you said we do forget to do that a lot and it's such it could calm you down so much quicker yeah you know if we would just remember to do it exactly <laughs> and he wants to do it for us yeah like yeah. he tells us just give it to me like i will carry it for you yeah. i will carry this burden for you so yeah that's just something i'm trying to remember through this season of finals and everything just giving my stress my anxiety to the lord and yeah honestly he'll work with he'll work through it how he wants to yeah 100 percent. so yeah okay should we jump into the verse yeah let's do it okay we're in the book of john get your bibles out um school's in session (laughs) chapter one (laughs) um under the jesus calls philip and nathaniel So I'll read the whole thing. Um, The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, how do you know me? Jesus answered him, before Philip called you when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered him, because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, 
Truly I say to you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Um, so the first time I ever saw this story was in The Chosen. And it kind of caught my attention before I even knew anything about the book of John or read it. And I think it has such a good message. I kind of, what I could dissect from it, um, you know, maybe people will take it a different way. But basically when um, Jesus says, Behold an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. I picked up that assuming that Nathaniel's thoughts, like prayers and actions while under the fig tree were kind of, of admiring God, knowing that he was there, but also doubting him at a time, but mostly praising him. Like he knows God is real. Maybe he just has a little doubt that he wasn't listening to him in that time. And so after... um. What did Jesus say? After Jesus said that he saw him under the fig tree, then Nathaniel was in shock that Jesus had known all of his thoughts and he actually was there all along when he didn't think he was listening. And so that basically, you know, that convinces Nathaniel that he's standing in front of the Son of God. Um, what I kind of had picked up from this was, it's that towards the end of this um, passage is that Jesus knows our deepest thoughts and he knows everything we do and think and sometimes when we feel like he's not listening and he's not there he is and I think it's hard to remember that and I don't know I have a like a bunch of different different thoughts about it but obviously it's shown different in the chosen um if you don't know what The Chosen is, it's a TV show about Jesus, basically, when he was here on earth. Um, that there's actually one line in there that it this isn't in the Bible, but it's nice to know that it's something that Jesus would probably say. He says to Nathaniel, basically, when you were in your lowest moment and you were alone, I did not turn my face from you, which is. Oh, I've seen TikTok clips yeah, of that. Yeah, that's I've the one. Seen. And it's so tear-jerking when you watch that because it's so, so true that even when in, you're in your lowest moments and you feel alone and you feel like God's not listening, he is a thousand percent. And just because he's not answering you or doing what you want, answering your prayer in that moment doesn't mean that he's not listening to you. So when I interpreted it that way, it just, it makes you feel a little better like he sees you and he hears you he hears your crying he hears you know your pain and he I, I don't I, it's hard to keep you know faith when your your prayers are not getting answered you feel like that yeah. he's not there or you don't feel him and so I think that's such a good a good thing that they did put in the show is Jesus basically you know saying I'm not like I'm I heard you and I'm, you know, I'm not leaving you in the dust. I'm not leaving you there to be, I'm not leaving you for, how would you word it? Like, um, he's not doing it 
on purpose not to just like have you suffer and just let you um, basically let you suffer I think and him just standing there watching you it's kind of all in the plan I think and he he knows when the time is right and you know basically you have to learn to not like um like 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 answer <laughs> your uh that's okay we'll cut you some slack since you're sick <laughs> you can cut half of that out but anything that happens to us like bad or we're going through a storm or you know we don't understand why it's happening anything bad that happens to us quote passes through god like every single thing and god's not there is no there is no punishment. There is no punishment towards us. He's not doing it because we betrayed him and we're just terrible human beings. Like, God doesn't punish us when Jesus already took our sins of the world. Like, he already paid for that. There is no punishment from God. And I think sometimes when something bad happens to us, we think, oh, God's doing this on purpose. Like, he hates us. We deserve it. God doesn't do that. And I think it's hard to, you know, when we're following him and everything and things don't feel right, we don't understand, doesn't mean that it's f- not for our good, is what I'm trying to say. I think. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that <laughs> makes total sense. And, like, something that kind of came to mind as you were reading off your thoughts about it, for me, anyways, is just how beautiful is it that we have a loving Father, a loving God that knows our heart, knows our deepest sorrows and our, what pains us and what makes us happy. And he, he knows us. He, he knows us better than we know ourselves. Um, you know, there's, there's a verse and I need to get better about writing down like, but this just kind of came to me. Can't remember exactly what book it's in, but, um, he's saying like, I, I know you, I knitted you in your mother's womb. Mm Mm-hmm. I I knew the path that your life had before you were even like a possibility on this earth. He knows every single one of us. He knew every single one of us and the purpose he had and the life that he had set apart for us long before we had ever touched this earth. At the beginning of time, he knew us. And I think that it's so beautiful. And quite honestly, I haven't read the book of John yet. I've read little excerpts of excerpts of it, mm-hmm. but I being completely honest, if I was reading the book of John and I would have skimmed over that, I would have yeah. skimmed over that passage. Yeah. Cause I feel like a lot of the time we think that, you know, these profound messages and feelings have to come from these profound verses, but look at what Tara just found like this little hidden gem, you know, that you wouldn't expect to find a great message out of. It's so beautiful. The message behind just something as simple as saying like, I saw you, I heard you because I feel like our society, this day and age with social media and standards that are put on people, it is so easy to feel alone. Yeah. It is so easy to feel isolated and like you do not matter if you don't have as many followers as somebody else yeah 
if you don't get as many likes as someone else, I know I get bogged down. If I post a selfie on Instagram and I, I get less than 10 comments, I'm like, oh, so I'm ugly. <laughs> so people hate me. <laughs> if I get less than 200 likes on something, I'm like, wow. Oh, okay. Like terrible picture. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so easy <laughs> yeah. to put these standards on yourself to, to know if you're liked or not. And you're measuring how much you're loved and how other people perceive you off of likes and off of comments and off of social media interactions in this day and age. And it's so isolating. I know because I've experienced it firsthand. I mean, we grew up in the thick of social media, really like coming to surface. So we know what it was like pre social media. And now we know what it's like after not even just about the likes and the comments, but think about walking around in everyday life. People are ignoring each other. Our faces are in our phones. I'm guilty. Yeah. Uh, If I go somewhere in public and I don't know anyone there, it's likely that I'm going to be sitting on my phone twiddling my thumbs i probably don't even have anyone to text on that i'm opening up my settings i'm (laughs) i'm going through old pictures because i don't want to look weird i don't want to look alone but you're never truly alone and that's the that's what i'm trying to get across right now with my ongoing ramble is just that you have a father that loves you i think it is so important to just recognize in today's day and age that you are never truly alone, no matter how lonely you might feel or um, unworthy mm. of love from others. You have an all-knowing and all-loving father who knitted you in your mother's womb and has loved you and set you apart. I mean, think about all the possibilities of of versions of you you know that could have come from your mom and your dad i mean women have what is it hundreds of thousands of eggs yeah and little biology lesson but do you know how hard (laughs) it is for a sperm to reach an egg to fertilize it it's almost impossible you guys like life is truly such a miracle it is such a miracle the fact that you are here is a miracle in itself And so if you're ever feeling like Philip in this story, if you're ever feeling alone or like who would, who would care enough about me to call me by name and to know my heart? Well, Jesus does. Yeah. Um, And so I just love where it says, like, how do you know me? He's like, he's taken aback. Yeah. How do you know who I am? And Jesus says, I saw you. Yeah. You know, and in this, he's saying, I saw you when uh, when you were under the fig tree. But I think that goes deeper. I think he's saying, yeah. well, I, I set you apart. Mm-hmm. I made you special. Like, yeah. you are Philip. How, what do you mean? How yeah. do I know you? I've loved you forever. Yeah. So I just think it's such a beautiful testimony of, jesus's love for us and like whenever you are feeling lonely just remember this story and you know just remember that you have a father that loves you and you're never truly alone yeah when he i think it's funny because when nathaniel looks at philip um because philip's the one that introduced him to jesus 
he was saying these things, such as, you know, behold an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. Nathaniel was probably like, what did Philip say to you? Like, what did you tell him? Pretty much. And then that's when he said, because no one else knew that Nathaniel was under the fig tree until Jesus said that. And he, it just clicks. He's like, oh my gosh, it is you. And I do think it's such a, it's such a small, it's so funny. I wouldn't expect some, such a big message to come from this tiny little passage. That's the whole Bible. <laughs> I know you crazy, can find. see you guys. Yeah, like it really is. We it, say it every episode, but we so encourage you to just dig into it. Like verse by by verse, because that's all that Tara and I are doing. There's yeah. nothing that makes us special. No. We're sitting here verse by verse and we're learning with you and we're seeing just the great messages that come from this that's why we even wanted to start this bible study so we just encourage you open up your bible read along with us see what you get out of these messages yeah honestly and i think the takeaway of that too was um you know god knows our deepest thoughts like he knows everything we think everything we do every thought that comes into our mind you know every intention and I think we do have to understand that we have to have faith alone in Jesus's death and his re- resurrection. That's what gets us a relationship with God. Because if you're mm-hmm. like what I had pulled from it too, it's it's not just a it, not just you're a good person or you do good things all the time. That's not what that's not what gets you. You know. Amen. Closer to God and in um into heaven it's literally just faith alone basically yeah. that you you know and with all your heart you understand that jesus mm-hmm. did die on the cross for our sins yeah it's simply accepting it yeah i know like and it's not it take it definitely is something to work on too because as you if you're just beginning in religion you slowly it's a very it's not just one day you're like oh I believe in this thing that I can't even see. It's very hard to actually believe with all your heart and truly, truly, like, you know, think that all of this happened. And so it's definitely, it takes time for sure because even when I thought that I knew it was true, I had doubt at time. Like, there's no way, like, all this healing stuff and it's just impossible. But, you know, it comes with time really to really, really believe that too. So I, I don't think someone should be discouraged because of that. But just know if you just say, Oh, I believe that, you know, Jesus died for us and that's what gets us into heaven and you don't actually believe it, that's not that's not it doesn't work like that, you know what I mean? And so I think it's really important to to get our hearts in that place the only way that i actually truly believed is (laughs) it's the answer for everything but diving into scripture and really understanding and knowing that this happened it was real and i think watching shows too like the chosen or listening to podcasts yeah that too or uh, what's the name of that movie um passion of christ where it actually shows yeah Mm -hmm. stuff like that you when you can visualize it and see it it makes it easier to you know it's not just a story it's something that actually happened so i think that's what helped me too Mm -hmm. but just making that clear that you know god does know your heart and know what you believe so it could be scary if you're like well i don't like fully believe that jesus died for us 
it's definitely something to work on because it's got to be something that you, you know, truly, truly know that happened. But yeah, that was my spiel yeah. for that. I don't, I don't know if you're comfortable, but if you are, I, I would love if you share, shared, I said sharied. Sharied. <laughs> sharied. <laughs> I would love if you share your story on, what was it, two months ago when you were spiraling with, with knowing if you were saved or not? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, a couple of months ago, I, this was truly the beginning of my growth when I look back at it. Yeah, it um, really was. Yeah. It really was. Um, I, once I started to truly believe that heaven and hell are real and all has happened, I spiraled and I was like repenting six times a day for anything or just just in case I would repent being like, I don't know if I did anything wrong today, God, but I'm sorry, please forgive me. I'll be better. Right. Just so, so terrified of going to hell and not re- repenting for my sins. And I had told Jerrica, I asked her if she felt, you know, kind of the same way. And you said you agreed to a sense too. It's like, well, you know, what if I forget to repent one day? Am I immediately going to hell if I die five minutes later, you know, without repenting? And I ended up talking to one of the guys that goes to our church on the phone. And I told him, basically, I, I'm terrified of going to hell. Like, what if I'm just not, what if I'm just not doing anything good enough? What if I'm sinning and I don't even realize? Like, what if I die before I repent for anything that I've done? And he, like, kind of giggles. And I love he, this. I love this. he says to me, he was like, I know you're going to think I sound crazy for this, but I am so happy you just said that because that just showed me that you have the fear of God and that is where it all starts. And so I'm so, so happy that you just said that. And I'm sitting there on the phone like, what do you mean? This is miserable. Like I... <laughs> I'm I'm spiraling every day because I don't want to go to hell because I just know it's so real and that's that's when it finally clicked to me where because I think sometimes in the world we can make hell seem not such a bad place yeah people make jokes like (laughs) me just like I see TikToks all the time and you know I do laugh at them uh (laughs) where it's like me descending into hell like (laughs) like stuff like that i mean it's you know it's okay to laugh at but you do also have to have that respect for that it's a very very real place where people go every single day and suffer for eternity it's very real yeah exactly you have to have that respect like when tara says fear of god if you're unsure what that means it doesn't mean literally sit there in a corner and quake in fear (laughs) of god he loves you and he's a loving and compassionate and forgiving father above all else but you have to have a healthy respect for him it's like with your parents you can't expect to have a deep and loving relationship that is so vulnerable and open with your parents if you do not respect them yeah you first comes respect and then comes friendship love care forgiveness exactly so it's that's what fear of god is is essentially understanding like what he can do and that you know healthy respect for him yeah i truly think that you can't follow god until you respect him like he is your father it just doesn't because once you get that it's oh i don't want to sin it's it's like you said it's 
I mean, he's literally our, our dad. It's like making a disappointing a parent. Like, has your has your parent ever said, I'm not mad at you, I'm just disappointed. And it's the worst feeling ever. It is ever. the worst feeling. Yes. And that's yes, what it feels so. like when you're, you know, constantly sinning and you know you're sinning. Um, it doesn't mean he doesn't love you. Yeah. Just the same as like if, you know, if you did something wrong with your parents and they said exactly what Tara just said, I, it's not that I'm upset at you. It's not that I'm mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. It doesn't like, mean that they don't love you. It doesn't mean that they don't forgive you. It just means that in that moment they're... Yeah, they expected better from you yeah. pretty much. But you're not shunned because of it, you know? So it's good mm-hmm. to relate that to our father in heaven and our, you know, actual parents or father on mm-hmm. the world. But I, yeah, once I got that fear of God is when things really started to click for me and take off because it was just the start of the journey basically i mean i was on the journey before but until i got that i wasn't gonna live you know and try my best to live like jesus every day if i didn't have the fear of god because man once it clicks that you're either going to heaven or you're going to hell you you best believe that i started behaving myself and like trying to make god as proud as i could in my everyday life because i just thinking about eternity i I just we can't even wrap our minds around that like it's just forever and so the just thinking about hell forever um makes me terrified but i'm not you know god does know your your heart and your intentions and everything so it's it's not that i'm scared of him it's um like jericho was just explaining i'm not scared of him i just respect him and i respect you know what he wants us to be like on earth and what he doesn't want us to be like and it's all really for our protection too it's all out of love i think a lot of people think that god is just some wrathful you know guy that wants us to watch us all burn if we're not perfect he never asked us to be perfect you know jesus took that for us jesus jesus is the only one that is perfect that's not i feel like it can get it i don't want to intimidate anyone i feel like it can can get intimidating when i if i say it in a certain way but i don't want to make god seem scary or like this big bad man that is just out to get us and we can never do any good. Um, but yeah, that's what I would say that started the journey was actually respecting him. Yeah. And, and it wasn't just some make-believe thing in a book. I was like, oh mm-hmm. shoot, like this is real. Yeah. This is real life. And so he, um, the guy from the church, told me that this is like he just loved that I just said that. And... Uh, um, it helped me knowing that, um, what, did, how did he explain? We don't, we don't just straight go to heaven or hell once we die. Yeah, no, like there's, you know, this period where you meet with God face to face and, um, reflect on your life and, you know, he, he judges you and, I that's how I was going to kind of wrap it up like bringing it back to the story that you were just telling and bringing it back to the the point that God knows your heart is like Tara was saying that fear of oh if you know if I went out and I was driving and I got road rage and I cursed at somebody and then I got in a car accident and I died would I go to hell because yeah. I, I sinned and I cursed at somebody? No, because God knows your heart. And on that day of judgment, it's not going to be about these little micro sins that you did or how many times that you repented 
or didn't repent. It's going to be about who you were like at your, in your soul, in your heart. And he knows that like how he knew Philip, he knows your deepest thoughts, your fears, your anxieties, your love. He knows everything about you. And so just taking comfort in the fact that he just, he knows you. Yeah, exactly. But I think those were pretty good points. Um, Hopefully you got something from that passage. I think even just on your own, I mean, all of these, everything in here, you can find something from a sentence probably, you know, hundred percent. like I just dissecting that I had almost three pages of notes that I took from it. And it becomes something so much bigger just from the, because I saw you under the fig tree like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, you know, even when we're crying, we're shouting about something and we're like, you know, we still trust you, but you know, I feel like you're not here with me. I yeah. feel like I'm so far from you. And Can I, you hear me? Yeah. Um, are you even paying attention to me? Like getting so angry and, but still, you know, believing that he's he's there but sometimes it feels like he's not like sometimes it feels like he's there more than he is other times but that doesn't mean he's not there looking at you he'll never stray away from from you you may stray away from him but like people always say he's at the door waiting for you to open it yeah and so um yeah. he's a gentleman yeah he is. he's not gonna barge into Bang your life your <laughs> his arm is always extended and he's always waiting outside of your door but he will not barge in without you allowing him in and giving consent for him to come into your life yeah so if you're out there and you are wondering if you should commit your life to jesus and allow him into your life the answer is yes Mm -hmm. it's so good you guys like it's so freeing i can't even put into words like how much he's changed our lives even just from that simple yes and like saying come into my life holy spirit enter me committing yourself to growing a relationship with God no matter what and all that you have to do is open the door and Jesus will do the rest yeah exactly beautifully said Mm -hmm. I love that do you have anything else like you said you had three pages of notes yeah I kind of hit most of my points throughout our conversation (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I was going back and forth between anything but yeah um no I think that was it just knowing that He's always there with you, even if it doesn't feel like it. He's watching you. Yeah. He knows what you're what you're saying, what you're thinking. But that should be comforting, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> not <laughs> creepy. Hopefully. <laughs> He's not a stalker. <laughs> yeah, no, that was so good. I love that you ended up choosing this because I know you were kind of going back yeah. and forth between a few stories. And so yeah. I, I am glad that you chose something that gosh, I've never even heard this story before you brought it to my attention. So I know it's just so good. I mean, even seeing, watching it on the chosen, I recommend everyone watch the the chosen. I need to just was starting it. Um, but I had watched some things out of order, but I watched this, um, and it's just, it kind of opened my eyes to the passage. It's just so, I mean, uh, tear jerking really when you just see Jesus saying, you know, I never turned my face away from you. Like I heard you. And that's just so uh, makes me want to cry. I get emotional about it, but it's just, it's just so comforting and so reassuring that he is there listening to you. So I, if we don't stop, I won't shut up, but I know I can repeat over and over and over, but no, yeah, that's it. That's all my points that I wanted to hit. So 
amazing beautifully said yeah i loved this episode i hope that you guys loved it um as well and that you got something out of it and that you feel a little bit comforted yeah after this yeah i hope so i do (laughs) (laughs) yes me too okay well we will be back next week um we are doing an advice chat about breakups and Mm -hmm. i guess i mean we did a episode on singleness before we became a christian podcast so we're kind of talking about singleness again yeah um breakups relationships things like that but from a god standpoint so if you um want to hear about like a waiting season and relationships and breakups things like that um definitely tune in next week yeah and we love you so much yeah we love you most importantly Jesus loves Jesus you. Loves you. He's waiting at that door. Go open it. Go open your door. <laughs> <laughs> not literally. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> All right. We will talk to you guys next week. We love you so much. Bye. Bye.